Friday, February 8th, correct? Yep. Yeah, it's February I, 8th. I better know this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a lot of trouble if I don't know what the date is. It's, I gotta ask you for clarification. Yeah. Yeah, it's February 8th. I don't know when the podcast is airing. Hopefully soon. Yeah, we're working on that. Yeah. With, the, uh, with our new partner. Uh, so we'll give a shout out to them. We should be mm-hmm. doing that with every podcast. Iron Authority, Berserker Radio. So mm-hmm. uh, excited to partner with them now and uh, this should be dropping actually pretty quickly afterwards, so mm-hmm. uh, you'll probably hear this and, our, and last week's podcast uh, kind of back to back. Yeah, we're hoping. Yeah, we're hoping it'll get uploaded right at the same time, so you can listen to two episodes back to back. Three hours of us in one shot. Yeah, pretty much. You and pay extra for that. Yeah, and we did one show. Yeah, and already. I'm labeled as a misogynist. Oh yeah. A chauvinist. And it hasn't even aired yet. It hasn't even aired and I already <laughs> pissed off a bunch of people. So I've been labeled as a misogynist, chauvinist, bigoted, rude jackass. Rude, yeah. Oh yeah. And I was, yeah, and, and yeah. I was being, I was being rude. That was yeah. my goal. Just yeah. to be rude. Um, just call me Rick. Yeah. I'm just ravishing Rick. But, but at the same time, I'm, also been labeled a liberal snowflake cuck. Mm. So I have not me. I, I, I can't please anyone. Or yeah, I can't. I, I'm not even. I, I can't why, even explain why you're single. Yeah, I can't even. Yeah, I can't even pick a side here. Yeah, you can't. I, I got labeled. I, I get hate from the Trump that, supporters. I get work, hate man? from because you know when I posted the thing and to reiterate, and this is going to transition to our topic hey. that we're going to get into today, and we posted on Instagram our two way life topic of the week. It had to do with the USAPL not allowing transgender people or people transitioning mm-hmm. to male or female, and I posted on my story. I threw shade at Soul Sarah because I love doing it. Oh, you're my new follower? Your new follower. What does that say about you? Uh, I don't know what that means. I, I'm not sure because I, I, I really I couldn't figure out, like, why is she following me? She doesn't follow you. No, she doesn't. I'm very upset about that because I've been trying to trigger her. Like, she triggers me. Like, yeah. she has the so, buttons so maybe, that I get pissed Maybe this off. is her way of continuing to trigger yeah. you. She's like, I'm just going to follow Bane and not him. And if she does, if she's doing that, I'm applauding her cunning. Well done. Yeah, I, I applaud. But I, uh, I and also keep tabs. If she unfollows you, that's how she gets her twenty thousand followers. I, I, I will. I will check on that. She loves bragging. About. I did not follow back. Yeah. So I reap. So I came at her, and I actually mentioned her. I didn't do the coward thing of, you know, um, sneak dissing. Yeah. I added her on it. I you at her. I at her. I. Received a lot of comments like, oh, you you used to have at least one trans follower. Now you don't. I'm like, okay, uh, don't care. Because I didn't say anything towards transgender people. Nope. Mostly making fun or questioning the logic or lack thereof of Soul Sarah. And then I posted that bang thing, how she told people in the same story, don't buy 
bang energy drinks yes. because they were seen at a what was it a Trump dinner? Trump, Trump dinner, yeah. Yeah, Trump dinner. Like I implore you to buy another shitty energy drink because they all kind of suck anyway. I know you're a big bang person. I'm not a big fan. I do enjoy a good bang. You do. I know that for a fact. But Speaking I know. Happy birthday to my youngest daughter Ella. She turns nine today. Yeah. <laughs> It's a horrible transition. Yeah, con- yeah congrats, congrats on the sex. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I have, I have four sex trophies running yeah. around, man. It's great. Congrats on the sex. It's great. So, yeah, four, guaranteed four-time sex haver is Robert Bain. It's true. But I posted that, and people thought that I was bashing Trump by that. I'm like, no, 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 that's not my post. And then I still got hate because I said I don't support Trump. But I was more making a point that you can't be so open-minded and then incredibly close-minded yes. within like 15 minutes because of how you because of how something makes you feel yeah like it, it, you ha- it's one of the most frustrating things about young people today and i i am becoming that old guy that yep is they they hate certain things with such visceral passion mm-hmm. it's amazing our current commander-in-chief yeah people despise this man oh yeah and i get it i, I yeah understand. me too i understand yeah and but on the flip side, like you can be so passionate about something that has nothing to do with you. Like going wrong, the LGBTQ community does need allies. They need people that are in positions where they're not necessarily going to be judged for their you know sexual choices or their identity or anything like that. They do need allies. Yeah. But just understand because you said I'm not going to do a USAPL meet, that doesn't make you brave. Yeah. That doesn't make you strong. It, it makes you. No, it does. It does nothing. Yeah, the brave sacrifice of not spending two hundred dollars to compete at your shitty state meet. Yeah, it's not even nationals that you're going to. It's your shitty Minnesota state meet. Exactly, and it's it's it's, it's no big deal to do that. And you're not making a brave protest. You're not being so open minded. But a lot of people who are open minded, and I'm gonna actually come after maybe the liberals on this one, maybe the left wing. The people who do that are really open-minded to you say something to disagree with. Exactly. And then they become the closed-minded individual they, that we all hate. Yes. I'm actually truly being open-minded. I'm saying Trump, support Trump, whatever. I won't, but you yeah. can. I don't care, CEO of Bang. I don't even know who it is. Male or female? Uh, male? I'm, I'm okay, I don't, I don't even... The, the, the picture I was so... Stuff's delicious. Yeah, so, That's all I mean. Yeah, so people were DMing me that, like, can, can you believe this girl saying... How, um, I can't believe how closed-minded the USAPL could be, how bigoted you people are by not, uh, supporting our decision to not compete in USAPL, but then the same whim. Yeah. It's like, no, don't buy Bang. We know they're really popular and we know that's how they make a living, but because they have a Republican affiliation, don't buy it. I'm like, Jesus Christ, this lady is and, and crazy. And I, and, and guess who pisses off both people? The co-host from me known as Enzo does. Right. So, I, I'm, I'm a, Hate magnet, I guess. I guess, man. I got called you petty. Just, you just, you got, you got to call play. me a heartbreaker. You got to call me Tom Petty, sides, man. man. I don't care. You could call me Tom Petty. You got to just how call how me Tom sides. Petty. I haven't had to do that. That's why I have the evil layer here. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I know. I'm, I'm. We're, we're in the King Koopa castle. You know what? I am. I'm playing both sides. I'm saying be open minded to things. So that's gonna bring us to our topic of the week, and we're gonna get to that a little later. We are. But I'm about to rip off King of the Lifts. Shout out to King of the Lifts. Yeah. Really like their page. Um, you have to listen to her podcast, but I got a I, lot of podcasts I will, to listen to. I will say this. They post some, dare I say, fire content. They do. Don't say it again, but you could say it today. I'll say it today. All right. And 
Yeah, let's, uh, let's keep that at this episode only. <laughs> so they posted something, and I actually don't know if it's uh, exactly a topic that they're doing or discussion, but I love the discussion because I'm a big sports fan. Yeah, same. And uh, the Patriots won another Super Bowl. They did. It's been a constant since I was in the third grade that Tom Brady and Belichick have been kicking ass and taking names yeah. since. Kicking names, taking ass. Yeah, tick, yeah. yeah. Nice. I like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I, they, they've been destroying the league since 2001. And really crushing people's dreams. Like, the amount of hate that this man. Yeah. And, 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 I, and I hated him too for a while. Now I just grew to respect it. So great. It's, I hated Tom Brady. You could ask my family. But now I'm like, dude, I gotta like this guy. And especially with Belichick. Hated Belichick for a while. And now I'm just like, dude, the guy's a genius. How great was it watching the two, like, the back-to-back shots of Sean McVay, wide-eyed. It looks like two minutes mm-hmm. left in the game. Wide-eyed, freaking out, like, calling plays behind his paper. And then they go to Belichick, who's got his arms up, like, are we done yet? Can yeah. we, my, my grandchild is waiting for me. We have a trophy to get. Come yeah. on now. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's, so he, yeah, he plays it cool, uh, but he still has, like, the fear of a thousand sons just in his eyes, even though he kind of plays it cool whenever he's Oh, yeah, he, his death stare is, is amazing. Yeah, he, uh, he's intimidating by not saying anything and just kind of mumbling. But uh, I... It, it got to talk about dynasties. Personally, I believe that the Patriots are the best dynasty in sports history, That's, including their current run. They they are amazing. It truly is. And and I think there's merits to some of that argument. However, I will politely disagree. Okay. Um, don't know if you want me to do that now or if you want to. Oh, you could do it now. Point. Um, if I have to go with team sports, greatest dynasty in history, a few teams come to mind, 60s, 70s, Juve, and Real Madrid teams. Phenomenal teams. Real Madrid yeah. is a phenomenal organization. Mm-hmm. Um, the Yankees. Yeah. And I would say 50s, 60s. Yeah. And then 60s, 70s Celtics. Mm-hmm. 11 championships in 13 years. Uh, I, I made a comment. I'm not, I'm not going to make it on this episode. I, I want to wait and get a little feedback on it. But, you know, that's 11 rings, man. That's Bill Russell has. That's tough to beat. That's yeah. Tough. The guy was in the league for 13 years. He won 11. That's, that's amazing. Oh, yeah, for sure. I. Teams you just mentioned are kind of in the old guard, 60s, 70s, bit, 50s, yep. Yankees especially, 50s, 60s, Montreal, well, Kermio uh, Madrid, but they won the Champions League. So it's like they've won one select thing. But like, and, but they haven't won uh, La Liga, which is weird. Uh, in a couple years. They, they won yeah. a couple years ago. So, well, a couple years ago. So yeah. it's like a weird kind of it, thing it, it where Juve's won seven straight Scudettos, but yeah. they never won a Champions League. So I wouldn't qualify them as a... They're in a Serie A in, dynasty. An Italian dynasty, yeah. yes. So we're probably going to lose all of our listeners by talking, especially fucking Serie A. <laughs> we're probably losing that. But yeah. I say that with the Patriots because they're in a new age of sports where okay. they are – it's like Monopoly busters. They try their hardest not to have a dynasty. Yeah. Like the Edmonton Oilers in the 80s, the yeah. hockey team, and the New York Islanders, same thing. They didn't have a payroll, a pay cap, though. Oh, the so they could cap, constantly yeah. do that. Yeah. They, had the, they didn't have the salary cap, so they could constantly do that. Yeah. I, it would be blasphemy to be in Chicago and be a massive Bulls fan and grow up with this. The '90s Bulls, second best sports dynasty of all time. I put solid one. I put the Patriots because it's almost been 20 years of a constant net there in the Super Bowl, and, and that's in a league where the average lifespan is three years. It's yeah, tough. it's very tough. You so have to. It's a compelling argument. You have to revamp your team because yeah. they won a Super Bowl with like this high-powered offense, not a great defense. Then they just started running the ball. Up the middle, yeah. they started having this hard ground and pound kind of running, and then a strong defense go with it. Yeah. It's like Belichick could coach in every single term. Do you do you know what I, I miss that the Patriots I miss the most is the FU Patriots team. Yeah, it's forty two nothing. Run it up. Yep, 
Oh yeah, I, I missed that group. Yeah, and then yeah, and then they had crazy regular season success too. Oh yeah. So and there's individual athletes too who dominate sports. There are, and and I think we do need to mention those. I mean, there's the for strength sports. We're talking about powerlifting. Eddie Cohen, you can't not mention him. Yeah. Most people, I would say, probably nine out of ten powerlifters talk to, they're going to call him to go. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, that brings so in fitness in powerlifting. Yeah. Is that like there's uh, like a Serena Williams in your opinion, a Serena Williams type athlete, a Tiger Woods type athlete? Who else? Manny Pacquiao, eh, maybe Floyd Mayweather. Floyd. Yeah, Pretty Boy Floyd. Is. Is, is there one like that in powerlifting right now that people look to and it's like that guy is or girl even? Yeah. Because I would argue CC Holcomb. It's kind of Stephanie up there. Cohen is Stephanie Cohen's there. up getting there. there. Getting there. Because remember, she, she's really come on the scene over the last probably 18 months mm-hmm. or so. So, so here's the thing with the dynasty, right? Because you, you mentioned to talk about the Patriots. Is there is a, a length of time where there is dominance. Mm-hmm. It's not two to three years. It's not two to three meets. It's over. And that's why people talk about Eddie Cohen so much. Now, you talk to most guys 16 to 23, they're going to tell you Larry Wheels all day. Yeah, probably. And... And, and again, I, I not to diminish anything he's done to this point. You he have hasn't to dominated. Do over, yeah, but you, and you have to do over such a sustained period of time. I would say that anything close to that in powerlifting right now, where you have kind of a sure thing that someone's going to come in and do extremely well, is your Duncan. I was about to say Ray Williams. I yeah. think he's up there with up there. kind of going into a USAPL competition and consistently. And, and I, I would say prior have the to, highest total. Prior to this year, I would have said Jen Thompson as well. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, that's know, another good phenomenal, one. phenomenal lifter. Uh, but got second at nationals or worlds last year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I, and I you could you could finish second occasionally. You can. I mean, the Patriots have six championships in eighteen years. That's yes. why I'm talking about it. Six championships in like eighteen. Always years. remember Eli Manning two and zero. Yeah, that's in the Super Bowl. Absolutely. Yeah. That, that's so. I don't weird know how that. That's happened. so weird to me. Dumb face Manning could. Beat Tom Brady, yeah, twice, twice. and have his and actually outplay him in both those games too. Yeah, yeah and I, I thought that was a cool conversation to have because we're the powerlifting, fitness in general. And if you want to talk about fitness, I'm sorry to kind of have that ADHD kind of no, thing, we, but we you got Arnold it. in the fucking back here. I, I do, I do. Um, can you can you read the quote? Because I do love that quote. It's so awesome. I can't read. Oh my. Word. No, I'm not reading. I'm not reading. You're an educator. No, don't Come read on, it. Come on. Who cares? Everyone knows it. <laughs> one of the best ones. All right, read it. <laughs> no. People come to my office. They want to see it. Okay. Here come the evil lair. All right, but, yeah, you can go bodybuilding <laughs> with Arnold, even though I would say occasionally. It's almost like professional wrestling. Yeah. Bodybuilding, where it's definite. There's a definite work going on, and there's guys who get pushed. You want Arnold to be a representative of well, your organization, well, I, much like you want The Rock to be a representative of your organization. I talked about it with uh, during the Olympia, you know, and, and it happened obviously. But are you going to beat Phil Heath? Or are you going to be seven-time Olympia champion Phil Heath? Mm-hmm. You know, and so that that was, and, and it happened obviously. Yeah, it, it did. And so yes, yeah, so, I mean Ar- Arnold is one of the greats. Ronnie Coleman, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't walk anymore, but yeah, um, I mean, it doesn't matter. Has the Olympias? He's, he's, got, he's, got, he's got them all. So color probably will be up there mm-hmm. within that time. It's kind of the only, the only thing I, I only know like six powerlifters. I mean bodybuilders. Okay. So, so here, I'm naming so all of them. So here's <laughs> what I say about Cutler though is, you know, his one to me his one big claim to fame. Yes, winning the Olympia is incredible to be able to do that against the caliber of talent that is out there right now. But the thing with Cutler is that his one big claim to fame is he's the only guy to ever lose a title and get it back. Mm-hmm. So he only won like two or three okay. compared to a Phil Heath. Who's won yeah, seven, that's a pretty good point. Ronnie Coleman, he's seven eight. Um, so that's kind of where I, I say, well, 
Jay's great, great personality for power for uh, strength sports and for bodybuilding. I, I wouldn't put him up there in, in that category. Yeah, I would say there for powerlifting side, there's several sort of dominant athletes at any given time because there's so many weight classes. It's true. So and now you it's here and you get tested, yeah. untested. So, so you, it, you get a lot of options. So I think if you're throwing up those crazy world records with every single meet that you're doing, mm-hmm. with every single meet, you're constantly breeding yourself. Oh, um, what's his name? Bryce. Uh, Bryce TSA. Yeah, uh, the strength nice. athlete. I just remember his... Uh... Oh, by the way, I'm going to... So if anyone ever questions my deadlift... Yeah. Uh, he said I had great form. Oh, look at that. He said I had great technique. Matt Wallace had to tell me that because they were at a seminar in Chicago. Nice. And he's... Bryce Lewis. Yeah, Bryce Lewis. I yeah. want to say Bryce Thompson, but I knew that was wrong. So oh. Bryce Lewis, he's kind of up there, right, with IPF Worlds. I mean, he's good. Uh, as far as dominant is. within his weight class. I'll be very honest. I... I can't say either way. Uh, yeah. but I know he is. He is phenomenal. There's actually another guy I'm thinking of in the IPF that I can pull up, pull him up really fast here if you can find yeah. some time. But he's a uh, he's another guy who is. I mean, he's one of the really little guys. I want to say like probably competes like 54 kilos, like equipped. So it's like kind of a very niche. But oh, then yeah. he's like an 11 time IPF world champion mm-hmm. and like two time like absolute champion of the world games like he's just yeah. all these crazy because he, he wins I, all wills. I I guess when I brought up earlier I would say Ray Williams would be kind of my guy for that okay. due to the longevity and it seems like since I got into powerlifting he's been the guy constantly oh. putting up crazy numbers so he's been putting up crazy regularly numbers, but I'll be honest he wasn't he's kind of come on the scene in the last 3 4 years yeah okay so Again, well, 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 then, well, not, then you're gonna have nothing away from these individuals. Yeah, you're, like, great. You're gonna have to get to the argument. What's a dynasty? Because I remember watching the NBA Finals last year, and all the panels said yep. that the Warriors weren't a dynasty yet because they haven't won four or five. Yeah. I'm like, they've won three, and they've been to four straight. That's a dynasty in my book. You're and, you're running the league for four years. Yeah, and a dynasty. If you look at definitions, like when the feudal family comes into power for extended amount of time. It it could be five years, three years, and, two years. I and, mean, it's just it's and a, in today's landscape of professional sports. Yeah, I mean, a couple years is, is a long like time. Like LeBron's a dynasty of the Eastern Conference. Yeah, <laughs> he, he owns the Eastern Conference. He won the Western Conference. I don't know. Yeah, hell no. Yeah, but uh, really yeah, he's yeah he's a dynasty of that. I would say the the Patriots been dynasty because since two thousand one, maybe a few years in there when Matt Castle was the quarterback, yeah. and the, right after they won the Super Bowl, they didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Aside from that. Like the Patriots are gonna be in the Super Bowl, right? Like at least the AFC Championship, like, yeah, of course. Because of what eight, nine in a row, something like that. So, yeah, but yeah, I, debatable if they are the greatest dynasty of all time. Are they? Uh, are they a phenomenal dynasty? Yes. What they have done is incredible. It truly is. The the, the run they've had over the last twenty years, breathtaking. I almost hope that Brady doesn't retire. I want to see him try to do it one more time. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I would also love to see him ride off in the sunset. Yeah. Yeah. So. Again, shout out to King of the Lifts for kind of bringing this to my attention. Yeah. And uh, sorry to rip off your style, but this is a copycat league. Copycat league podcasting. Yeah. Content wheel needs to keep on turning, yep. and we're just trying to get in on it. And, so, and we're giving you credit, too. We could have easily said this is our idea. You know what I'm saying? We could easily said this is our idea, but we didn't. But All right, so I, I just need to share this right now. We're talking about the Bang CEO, right? Yeah. Literally, tell uh, tell me he didn't do something stupid when I just kind of vouch for him. No. I literally just got a text from Bang talking about their new mystery flavor. All right. This is so weird. Obviously, my FBI agent is back on listening to my phone. Why does – 
Did you like sign up for subscriptions? Ever? I'm sure I did at some point. Yeah, but it's just odd the timing of it. That's like the fattiest thing I think I've heard of you do is sign up for a bang subscription. I got like two free cases of it. I know. No, I know. And the fact and that you have two free cases of it, you is... see, like my habit for energy drinks. No, I saw. It's unhealthy. yeah. You're not a coffee guy. I'm a no, coffee guy. No, I drink coffee. No, I think we were at uh, we were at the Fit Expo like a couple years ago, and that was when they had like their big thing because they they weren't there last year. Yeah, and they had their big thing like right in front as you walked in. And you could just, you know, either give your name and number or give, or give your email or whatever. And then you get to spin the wheel. So I spun the wheel. I won two free cases. And it was the last day. Oh, nice. they, gave, they gave both me and Nick, like, two oh, free cases of Bang. So. That's pretty cool. I do drink Bang occasionally when I don't have coffee. Yeah. You like, uh, it's a, you like the unicorn, don't you? No. That tastes like unicorn piss. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, if a unicorn pissed in a milkshake that's what it tastes like honestly that's, I, I don't even get it and I, see that's I like it. no but it was it was terrific branding it was like starbucks like oh stupid females like posting colorful drinks on their instagram story yeah, it's do. gonna taste like garbage but it's gonna taste like sugared up garbage yeah but we'll make a lot of money off it same thing with the unicorn thing okay i got in on it too i instagrammed it just to make fun of it but i'm like you win i, see, I purchased you, you i purchased it. a thing you played me like a fiddle and kudos to yeah. you bang well done. but i like uh i actually like the root beer one really i'm a root i love root beer so oh you know what pisses me off i think i might have ranted on this before What's that? when they released their coffee flavored energy yeah, so drink. It garbage i oh it's garbage the, yes. the coffee flavored energy drink that yes. you just sold me. Yes. Oh, th- I didn't realize that would suck. <laughs> oh shit! I wish they made a coffee. I wish coffee had some sort of energy <laughs> in it. You know, I really wish they could have. They could have put that energy in my coffee. In your regular coffee. Fucking idiot, man. <laughs> and then, oh, that, then every every fit girl I follow and every fit guy too, Stan Sloth, I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. Posted it like it was a big news thing. I'm like. Wait, 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 wait. Your mo- vanilla mocha doesn't have caffeine in it? I'm like, or, or, I'm like, you, I'm, 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 it was working because they, they market to people like you. Yeah. That's who they market to. It's like, oh my god, I can't believe they finally made a coffee flavored energy drink. I was going to have some fun with it. So you like the root beer. I actually don't like most sugar free root beers. I think we might have talked about this at one point. Yeah, probably. Uh, I mean, yeah, sugar, I mean, it's not great compared to regular no, root beer. So. To finish out that flavor profile, black rum. Enjoy. Black rum? What is that? Black rum. Like black rum. Oh. Black spiced rum. Oh. Mixed with sugar-free root beers. Any sugar-free root beer, but specifically... Oh, you're probably just making Not Your Father's Root Beer, then. It's breathtaking. Oh, I had Not Your Father's Root Beer. That's my favorite drink. Uh, Which I'm a beer guy and like kind of an alcohol guy. I like my wine, too. Yeah. Not your father's so, root beer is my favorite so drink, and I'm not you. even they, I'm not even messing. I'm not going to say the name of the bar because I'm not giving them free press. But there is a bar up in Mount Prospect yeah. that has not your grandfather's root beer. Three okay. times as strong. Oh, nice. Oh, it's beautiful. Oh yeah, you could get pretty messed up on your father's oh, root yeah. beer. Oh yeah, three times as strong. That'll be fifteen percent, I think. Twenty. 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 Yeah, it'll mess you it's up. Beautiful. All right. Well, it, I mean, it put it put me on my butt after two. Yeah, I bet twenty percent. I had a fifteen percent beer, and that kind of messed me up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but just we're two talk, of them. Talk, like, talk about booze. I'm really excited. It's International Scotch Day. It is. Yeah, it feels I, like it's International Whatever Day. Whenever yeah. someone just is bored and making a holiday, but but I, I'll take it. Yeah, International Scotch Day. I have yeah. some Lagavulin waiting for me when I get home tonight. I'm very very stoked for that. Yeah, sweet. Anyway, so we talked about this um, on our previous episode, and then if you're listening to the podcast, hopefully you're going to get that back to back. But we were on hiatus for a while. We were. So that means my DMs compiled a lot of questions. I did the whole ask me anything kind of thing when yep. I had that snow day. Well, yep. we were actually it was a freeze day because it was negative 50 out in yeah. uh, Illinois. But 
Once again, I apologize to everyone who had to sit through that long-ass story. I kind of enjoyed that. I'm not people lie. do. People don't. I actually don't enjoy it. I was like, oh, man. It's, it's like you're making – like, oh, this will be a fun thing you know, to you do. You just flick past it, right? What's up? You just flick past it. Oh, yeah, but it's still like – but then it gets the buffering thing where you're doing it too fast and then it like – No, you just flick. You don't hit – you don't hit the side. You just flick, and it goes to the next story. Yeah, but still, like, uh, yeah. It, it's still a long thing to go through. Because then when you go back on Instagram, I'm still there. I know exactly what we're talking like, about. Don't like, I know you, I know <laughs> no you one on the podcast could see it anyway. No, I understand. Okay. I'm just saying those are annoying okay. when they get too long. Okay. When you see, the like, the little <laughs> dots, the, I know, the several dots. Yes. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ, this, line this asshole. Yeah. Like, yeah. this guy's just going to ruin my day. Well, but uh, I mean, I'm sorry like, if I did that. You and your 8,700 followers. That'll yeah. Do it. Well, that's the thing. You make plans for future you where I'm like, oh, this would be a fun thing to do. Then 15 minutes later, I'm like, oh, man, I'm getting way more questions than I thought. Yeah. And I have to answer them now because I will seem like a dick. But there's a, some good questions in there. And um, and we have our two white lights questions of the week. Yeah. Two white lights questions. And I thought I'd bring this one on air because it's a common, common question I receive a lot. So I don't have the person who mentioned this to me. Uh, so, I'm sure it was a bunch. Not one yeah, one. sorry. Yeah, sorry. I don't have the handle for you. But he asked, it was definitely he, do you think has helped you improve your lifts the most? And I get that question a lot from primarily younger people, yeah. which my demographic is 18 to like 20. And, and I'm very okay eight. with that question, though. No, it's not a bad question. It's a great question. Great question. But I think everyone wants to know certain technique tips, which will help. It'll be very, very beneficial. Like, what has helped you prove your squat? They're hoping I'm going to say, yeah. like, oh, you know, I moved on my legs a little wider. Right. What has improved your deadlifts? Ah, you know, I narrowed up my stance. Yeah. They're hoping I say something like that. Or maybe even accessory lift. I, I I think that's part of it. I think, you know, we talked about this before the show. I think it is a bit of they, – they're looking for the secret. Yep. You know, and I think that one tip is what's going to, you know mm-hmm. – Send their total into the stratosphere. And it could help someone squat like 10 to 15 pounds in a day. Possibly. A, a, a solid technique. Yeah. Uh, yes. But it won't. That's why we do our technique. Yeah. Week. A solid technique cue. Even yes. Even accessory lift. Because I, I know for a fact, the fact that I have done front squats throughout my life, mm-hmm. through my years of playing high school football and done those other accessory movements. Yeah. That's helped me. It's helped me a lot. It's helped me be comfortable with the weight. Yeah. It's helped me load the weight uh, in certain ways and strengthen up certain muscles. So accessory movements can help you. They can. But it won't give you, say, an elite total just overnight. No, they, they will not. Unless you're on that brink of being, what's the USPA thing? Pro elite, international elite? In, inter- international Yeah, elite so if, like, you're within that 10 to 15 pound weight I, range. INT elite. Yeah. If you're in that 10 to 15 pound weight range, maybe... That will, but if you're saying, you know, you're wanna, at that point anyway, like you, you, you're not asking that question. No, you're not. Well, I mean, I think maybe you will actually have a more select question. You would have, you would have a more specific question. But the big thing that's helped my lifts the most, that has given me like a hundred and fifty pound gain on my deadlift in a year, was programming. I was gonna say the hair. No, the hair actually took a loss because I had mm. long hair. Then I still gained. True. Because when I did sex 600 for the first time, <laughs> 600, it felt like sex. When I did sex. <laughs> I, when I did sex for the first time, when I did 600 for the very Still first time. Still hasn't happened. I, yeah, I'm like, yeah, it's, it felt like sex. How I imagine sex would feel like, of course. I have long hair. One, I have long one, ass One hair. strong hip thrust and you're done. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, that's how it works, right? <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't work that way? 
I'm sorry. It doesn't work once and you're done? There's multiple? I love you. There's multiple. <laughs> Continue. All right. Well, I, I learned something today. But yeah, when I did 600 for the first time, I had long ass hair. So it wasn't really the hair exactly. But it was programming. Yeah. I started off with like a 500 deadlift, which is okay for a person who's not really powerlifting. Yeah. But once I jumped on a better program a more efficient program, something to emphasize progressive overload, periodization. We had an episode on... We've talked about this. Yeah, we've yeah. we've talked about it in great lengths on how to set up programming, proper programming, uh, what's a good program to follow, all that kind of stuff. That was a PA Street Trainer. Also, I did the 531. That was much better than the alternative that I was doing, which was fat, another Lane Norton, but that was not to really improve too many compound movements. That's mostly to put on muscle, yeah. which works. But the objective is not to improve your deadlift. Right. The objective is to put on muscle. Right. So 5-3-1, I'm like, man, I see what they're talking about now. I just hit, you know, 4-15 for 3, and that used to be my old one at max. So all this was kind of working for me, but it wouldn't have gotten anywhere without programming. I could have had great technique. I could have done – I could have done all the accessory movements. I could have done so many different things. Right. It wouldn't have gone anywhere without that proper programming. It's like having this rocket ship, and you have this perfect rocket. You have all these scientists working on it. It's all correct. It's The measurements are perfect. The equipment you're using is state-of-the-art. But you have this rocket, and you don't have a launching pad. Or fuel. That, too. I mean, you can have fuel and just not have a It's like, oh, beautiful rocket. We need something to get it to the moon or Mars. That's That might be the fuel. <laughs> but the launching pad is – well, you could take steroids all you want. If you have – If you don't train, you don't yeah, train if you have you're shit, done. If you have shit programming, you're not going to progress because I know guys who take steroids and I murder their numbers. True. Murder their numbers. And there's a lot of other natural guys who murder people with steroids or who are on steroids. So I – and we both could probably speak on that, that it's not necessarily – the magic potion. It can be for some, but if you don't have good programming, it's going nowhere. I, you don't. You can't get to the moon, man. I agree, hundred percent. You can't even get off the ground without a launching pad. No, you can't do any of that. So I say that programming to your launching pad, the technique, the accessories, mm-hmm. perhaps the supplementation, will get you places. If you want to go to Mars, hey, maybe you got a little supplementation in there. Maybe. Maybe you want to get to the moon. Maybe you don't need the supplementation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some creatine. Yeah, maybe creatine definitely. No, creatine. We're all we're all not anti. So, so yeah, it just pay back off that consistency. If you want the secret sauce, like the true secret sauce, Mm -hmm. consistent effort and training, and and so you're talking about programming, and everybody, you know, I know people ask you about pH three, what program you run, all that kind of like. I honestly believe, like, PH3, you have found that, and you have worked that, and you have tweaked that to the point that that is what works best for you right mm-hmm. now. If for whatever reason you decided to invest money in a, you know, a coach like a Sean Copeland or some of these high-end, these top-end coaches, they would probably do something similar to a conjugate versus yeah. PH3. Yeah. Um, adding the different accessories, the different bands, chain stuff, you know, stuff you don't really do a ton of right now. Um, to to increase, to, you know, help maximize your, your talents and abilities. And, but the thing that I believe that you are probably better at than, I would say the vast majority of lifters out there and why you've made so much progression 
is your consistency. Yeah, the consistency is going to be big because a lot of people... A lot of people that message me, they're like, oh, you know, I took a week off, or life got in the way, injuries got in the way. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all the reason why you're not seeing progress on a good program. And all those things happen. It's not to say they don't. Yeah, and, and I'm not, not saying, you know, don't take weeks off of the gym. Sometimes you have to, but you, you got to know that it's, if, and if you're sporadic with the two, three weeks on, two weeks off, and they're not deloads, really. And I don't think, I think two, two week deloads pretty long. Yeah, that's a long But time. it's, it's a while to be off of training, but still. That's what's going to hurt your progress. It's not the program itself. It's the consistency no. of it. And, if you do I'll, consistent programming, they'll be stubborn, which it sounds like we're a broken record because we repeat it so much to stick to programming and don't try to hit PRs. And I, I'm i like, I don't even know if someone could do that. It happens. It's so weird. And the reason why we say it a lot because it does happen and people are very frustrated. You'll get in the way, man. Or, think, yeah, they're uh, yeah, it's stubborn. I, I, and I'll be honest. I think that... So I'm, I'm I'm dealing with this with my daughter right now too, and and I and I've dealt with it. So you know you know I got hurt at Worlds, right? Yeah. And that that for me was good because that reminded me of the need for consistency in my training. There was not consistency in my training because I was traveling, because of all these different things that were going on. And and again, same thing you were just talking about, like life got in the way, right? Yeah. And so, but that injury reminded me, like, hey, I need to be consistent. That's one of the things that led to my you know my job change, all the different stuff. And imagine that. I've, I've been home almost exclusively for the last five weeks, and my training has been consistent. I've gotten my four to five days in every single week, and what do you know? I hit post-injury PRs last mm-hmm. week, and then I came back, or two weeks ago, came back last Saturday, and I'm squatting, you know, 460 for five. I, I easily had five left yeah. reps left in reserve, and, you know, I, I keep my deadlifts pretty mild. I keep usually as uh, max of sets three. Mm-hmm. But I'm doing 500 pounds for two to three sets of three, easily five to six reps in reserve on every single set. Yep. So, and all that was just five weeks of consistency and training. Yeah. The proof's in the pudding. Like, and, and I think if people understand, with, if they do get injured, understand the lesson that's coming. It's not, ah, oh, crap, at the setback. No. What happened? I, I can almost guarantee there was a inconsistency in your training. There are exceptions to that. I know that for a fact. But there was some inconsistency somewhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally agree with that. Or if not in your training, then in your rest, mm-hmm. in your eating, whatever the case may be. Oh, yeah, for sure. And sticking with the program, I, I honestly don't even understand eagle lifting because I honestly can't do it. Like, I just don't... Which is weird, because your ego's amazing. It is. It's a very large ego. But I don't understand... I've... (laughs) I gotten... I gotten DMs for this before, which is weird. It's like a weird question that I didn't know people actually struggle with. Yeah. But somebody DM'd me, a legit question, was, hey man, how do you stick to programming? Like, I... I don't... I'm like, I really don't know how to answer that. I just stick to programming. It's like... I always find it really, really hard to stick to program because I just want to max out every week. I'm like, why? He's like, I don't know, man. I'm like, all right, that's your problem. I'm like, you want, that sounds like a you problem, man. I'm like, I can't help you. you I can't want, tell you a program that won't let you max out every week. I can answer that in my own personal way. Yeah. It's not very nice. It's because you're an idiot. It's not you. Kind of. I don't know. I, I figured. Because you're not listening to your body. You're not thinking. Like, the Lily Bridge actually have a pretty good analogy for this. Yeah. I, I like this one a lot. I think this this should resonate with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. You have a million dollars in your bank, right? You can go spend that million dollars however you want. Mm-hmm. You can go do whatever you want with it. Now, do you want to go and spend it in a week? Or do you want to maybe hold on to it just in case you ever need it? Yeah. 
And that's not to say that you don't use it. You don't live on it, mm-hmm. right? But it makes a lot of sense not to blow all that in one shot. Oh, yeah, for sure. And to consi- and hold on to that and let you know let it accrue interest, let that million dollars build. And, and that's kind of what they're talking about when it comes to max effort lifts is you don't need to blow it all in one shot. You don't need yeah. to do that every single week and spend everything every single week. That's why people live paycheck to paycheck. They can't figure out how to be disciplined enough mm-hmm. to say, I will forego what I want to do now for what I want later. Oh, yeah. It's like the uh, marshmallow test. It is. Give a four-year-old uh, a marshmallow or give them the option of waiting 10 minutes and have 10 marshmallows. They always pick the first one because they can't wait 10 minutes. Yeah. But and a lot of people do that. And I, I it was interesting to me. I'm like, I don't understand how to even give you advice on that. It, yes. It's, it's, I'm, a, and then I, uh, it's like, you can do it. It's like, uh, it, just you don't do value, it. just do it. Yeah, you don't value your progress then if you do do it. You want to be, um, do you want to, I mean, do you want to stunt on the gram? You want to flex? It's, if Instagram clout is more important than you putting together a really good meet, say winning your next meet, say moving up in the rankings in the world, do it. Do it. That's your goal. If you want to be the, you know, Jake Paul of powerlifting, for sure. Do it, but he, our our goals are just going to be different. So That's like being a thick dude to black hat. Yeah. I just didn't know what to say. Hey, yeah, my, great, I, great that, yeah, to that one I was yeah kind of weirded out of that question. That's, yeah, I was like, man, I, there's people who actually struggle with this. I've seen it at Brickhouse a few times. Sure. Um, not to the regulars, and if they listen to this podcast, one. Thanks for listening, but I've uh, seen it before. You yeah, exactly, especially here in Illinois. Yeah. In the Naperville area. Or if you're in Florida right now, doing a meet. Yeah, for sure. Um, Good luck to those people. I'll get to that. We'll get to that, yeah. But um, there's a a little bit of a crew, like kind of a weekend warrior crew that go to Brickhouse. I don't know what their program is. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what's happening. I don't even know if they're doing it for clout. I don't know if they're doing it for Instagram. I don't know. I think they're trying to press their friends, not even me or us, people at Brickhouse. It's – I'm trying to think what they're – what the goal is that day. And I just always hear, dude, that was easy money. You got 10 and 15 pounds in you. So they do 10, 15 pounds more. They hit it horribly. Like, I mean, it's actually hard to watch them lift. Most of them. Some of them are pretty good, but most of them are really bad. Yeah. But I'm, I'm confused and kind of perplexed. Like, what are you trying to do? What is your goal today? Is, is that a PR? Is that a max? You're doing it once, twice, then you're throwing on ten to fifteen pounds. I don't, I don't get it. And yeah, oh, and then like the the critiques that they have for each other, it's like, man, it's like I got to work on my paws. I'm like, dude, you got to work on fourteen other things. <laughs> it's like you're locking out on bench press. You one arm's locking out before the other. Like that's a disqualified lift too, dude. Like it's not your paws. And your yeah. sling, and then they throw on slingshots. Of course, it's just it doesn't make a whole ton of sense to me. What's going on, bro? Bro, I saw it on the tube. Yeah, I, can't. I saw it on the tube. Yeah, I, I, I just, I might ask if I didn't hate conversations so much with randos, mm. I might ask like, what program are you following? Who does your coaching? Does he know that you're or she does, or do they know that you're constantly? I don't know, maxing out or going to max effort and a lift. And then you do it twice. Like, you do an AMRAP for, like, four. It's like, man, that was good. I'm going to try 10 to 15 miles more and do the same exact weight. No, I don't know, whatever. I mean, my injury hasn't happened yet, but. But then, but then do you, here's the thing. Do you see them fail the lift? Yeah, occasionally. Okay. Uh, 
percentage. I mean, 20, I would say almost 50. all of them are failed because I don't know if they're exactly getting depth. I don't know if their lockout's strong enough, and I don't know if the uh, bench press is to competition standard. Okay. Which, in my opinion, always always hit your competition lifts. So, so here's my my thing with that is, you know, one of the one of the best things that uh, Steve Brock has ever said to me before a lift, before a big lift, is go home a fucking winner today. Yeah, you say right. that a lot. I do. Because I, I feel it has a lot of power because, think about this, when you don't hit that lift, mm-hmm. you think about that for a long time. Yep. And if that's how you go out of the gym, you just had a pretty crappy training session regardless yeah. of any progress you made. Oh, yeah, for sure. And and so I, I feel it's very important that, and this is one of the ways that you, to me is easy to stick to programming is I just hit my program lift. Awesome. The program is working. Mm-hmm. And if the program is working, stick to the damn program. I don't want to see how well it's working until I'm at the meet and I go, case in point, following a program, things are going good, I stuck to the program, got to the meet, and this is in July of 15. Mm-hmm. And I think you actually you might have been at this meet, Summer Bash. No. No, you weren't? Okay. Nope. This is next year. So go to the meet, and it comes down to my last deadlift. I have to pull a 50-pound PR to win. Yeah. And I did. Sweet. It was awesome. And I did not know I had that lift in me until I stepped up to the to the platform. Mm-hmm. But I've been following my program, and everything was going according to it. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I I had enough rest in me. I had everything going as I needed it to that I could pull that out. Now, yeah. I don't know if I could do that today where I pull a 50-pound PR because the numbers are different. Yes. But why blow your load so early? Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. No, I, I I agree. It's good life advice, kids. It is. Um, I don't really, I don't get it because I I see it a lot and I see people go for the same lift three times in a row at the gym. It's a one rep max too. It's like yep. you miss seven hundred and you're gonna try it again. You miss seven hundred, you're gonna try it again. You hit it on your third time. Like I don't get that. You're not making progress. You're just showing that you could hit seven hundred pounds after three attempts. It, it goes nowhere. It goes nowhere, but at the same time, that could be your goal. Just hit 700. If that's your goal to hit 700, Jim, fine. Then you can do it. Just hurry up so I could deadlift because I don't yep. like waiting for you. Exactly. So uh, that, that's uh, the two white lights question of the week. We'll definitely have one next week. we got a lot let of them. Me, so. Now we're going to have to get political. Let's do it. And It's a good transition, by the way. It's an excellent transition. A successful transition. A very successful transition. Full transition. Full transition. No problems. No hiccups. Nice. So, and I'm I'm a new person now because of that transition. But we have... No, it's not. I'm not. It's not bad. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not bad at all. Um, But we we covered this last week because it was fresh last week. And it's still fresh because... People should talk about it. It's it's still... it's People are still talking about it because there's a lot of stuff going on where... It's back and forth. There's more articles being released on yep. it. Blah, 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 blah. And last week, and throughout my Instagram and throughout my social media, I was mostly – I wasn't even getting my take on it. I was just being a sarcastic asshole. As which you do. Yeah, which is my forte, and I enjoy it, and I apologize to no one for that. But we didn't make it a topic. I wanted to hear what our listeners had to say. Yep. I wanted to hear their take on it because they probably have a little bit more knowledge on this than me. Okay. So I wanted to hear what they would say. I wanted to hear some different viewpoints. Only issue, check my demographic, massive sausage fest on the people who follow at 14 Power. It's 89% male. So, like, okay, I don't have too many females on there. 
Uh, I believe so. Okay. Actually, I did lose a couple transgender followers. Gotcha. Uh, so, whatever. Yes. Uh, well, I actually don't have the demographics for that. Okay. All the, I got the basic ones. Age, sex, city, kind of. The, should, the cities should, don't make sense. I should be looking at that more online. Do you have the business account? I do. Oh, yeah. Yeah, check that out. See, see who's in your age demographic. And, uh, gender too. So, it's gonna be a little skewed. Because I would say males, for the most part, yeah, for the most part, I'm making broad comments here, but for the most part, are going to side on the logic behind the USAPL not allowing transitioning males or females to compete. Yeah. So I'm just assuming that, and based on the other history that I have, not bad. Yeah. All right. So you're a little more qualified Sol- than me. Solid split. Even though I think that mostly men commented on yours. Oh, yeah. Still? Okay. Except, except for the one. I, yeah. I, I will mention her. Yeah. So we had that. I posted the topic. I'm going to and also assume that they're mostly conservative. Yeah. Some of the people follow me. Not all, of course, but most of them based on the comments that I've received um, and the feedback that I get and just seeing their posts. I could assume maybe they're a little bit on the right wing, but mostly moderate. Yeah. Um, and I back myself into a corner again because I'm like, oh man, it's going to get great content. There's going to be a lot of great viewpoints. And then I looked the next day and there's over a hundred comments and they posted paragraph long comments, mm-hmm. which I understood why they have to explain themselves this time. Cause we, we this time, no, this asked. time it works. Yeah. <laughs> this time it works. Sometimes it doesn't. The paragraph level responses have to be shorter, but this time there's a lot of science that goes involved. Science that I don't understand. So much science. And again, I have not researched because I don't want to. I want to give an idiot's perspective on anything that goes on, and I am that idiot, people. I can give you that idiot's perspective. I can give you that really quick. You're a good-looking idiot, but you're an idiot. Most of them are. But, yeah, I, I'll give that quick, my gut reaction to things. Yeah. And sometimes people say, trust your gut. That's often, I don't know. People say, it's like a saying like, oh yeah, it's perfect, and it's like sometimes, you know, like, wait, why would you trust your gut, you idiot? <laughs> you don't have much of a gut to trust, I'm just saying. I don't. Like, my, mine, obviously, I would trust mine, there's a lot there. Yeah, what was that Dimitri Martin thing, I'd trust more if it came from my balls? Mm. It's like, that's kind of a unique feeling, just yeah, you, so it, yeah, it's like, if I, it's like, I have a weird feeling in my balls about that, like, yeah, you probably shouldn't do it. <laughs> but, yeah, um. That's, that's usually, except for, well, I'm not gonna get all yeah. that, but. But, uh, yeah, so, now, the comments I received, and I'm going to be, I'm going to paraphrase a lot of them because, again, they're long. One of the common things I've gotten for the USAPLs not allowing transgender athletes was the notion of they should create more classes. They have a lot for of them. that, yeah. And, and let me pull up the handles here so I give people their uh, credit. Yeah, Chief Heath said there would have to be like more classes. Hey, man, if you type something, don't put like in there. If you're... You could talk like that, but don't type like that. Yeah. You have the power not to, you, could, you have the power to sound intelligent. Love you, Chief Heath, but don't do that ever again. So, like, males against females, females against males, their own class, and a few other, a few more people commented that at Benny Proof, at KPAC02, at Falco396. Yeah. I get what they're saying. I get the rationale behind that. And do I we, guess it can kind of work both ways. There's do, we, eight, do we really need more divisions? Well, that, well, that, it kind of works both ways. Like, we already have 4,000 divisions. Yes. What's the use of throwing two in? Who cares? Because we all have the classes. But then I'm like, let's not have more classes in powerlifting. So it works both ways, that argument. But let's not make a class, in my opinion, for like 14 people, possibly. There's, there's not a large... Because here, here's the thing, like, 
and then weight classes much, too. So it's like you're going to have one competitor in that thing. Pretty much universally, it will. The the argument that I saw was it's not okay because female transitioning to male is going to get smoked. Yeah, not necessarily true, but get where people are coming from. And if Amanda Ann comes to 181, she's putting she's mm. going to have me run for my money. That's for yep. sure. Beast, uh, absolute beast. So, but then female transition to male, you know, you're going to get smoked. But then male transition to female, and we talk about the science behind it, the bone density, the muscle structure, the muscle maturity. And all those are, are they're not wrong. Mm-hmm. So that there is going to be a, an issue there. And so, but everybody was universally like, yeah, female to male, go for it. No, no worries. Mm-hmm. And so that says to me a bit of the, okay, it, it's just, it's not fair. Yep. And, sure. and, I, and I get where we're coming from. We're trying to create as best we can an even playing field, and it should be the individual who is doing the work and not basically circumventing the process. Oh, yeah. And so I, I get where people are coming from. I, I have to kind of agree with the transgender divisions because then you do at least have an apples-to-apples comparison. Yeah. And But, but again, it, it just comes down to the only thing people care about is people transitioning from male to female. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no one seems to give a rip. Like, yeah, hey, you're just feeling male. Ter- jump in. No problem. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh the, and that's – and a lot of people commented that, which um, I'll get into one of the – actually, you know what? Let's get into it now. Yeah. Because uh, you, you brought it up, and one of my friends, uh, Earthquake Shakes, thank you for commenting. So he posted something very long. And, uh, yeah, there's been several studies in other sports regarding whether or not there would be a physiological advantage to a trans woman competing against other biological women between estrogen therapy and anti-testosterone therapy. And if the drug-tested USAPL were, in fact, to put in place IOC hormonal level guidelines, most would abandon the argument that a birth male transition to a female would have that much, if any, actual biological advantage over a fellow female competitor. Also... Everyone in this comment section is a man or identifies as such. Why do we care? It seems like men have more of an issue than this matter since it came up than women or those who identify as such. If a female competitors have an issue with this, they can take it up with their governing bodies and it isn't our fight if it doesn't have anything to do with us. We're trying to get rid of our toxic masculinity. Yeah, it, well, it's one of those... It, I haven't heard a lot of females talk about this. It seems like mostly males are up in arms about it. There was one female. There was. A, bra- a brave woman from Minnesota. Yeah. <laughs> Which, yeah, that's, so she covered, so she covered on that, but in this comment section, it's mostly men speaking, and it's mostly, like, when is a woman gonna kinda say, like, I don't want a male coming into my division? Or a transitioning male coming into my division? Not many has really said that, at least on my um, at least the, on my the, page. I have seen. I have not seen many. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. It's like so. Why don't they say something like, "Hey, we think this is unfair." Not us, because we kind of don't care because it doesn't affect us. And another one posted uh, something very similar to that. While I pull it up, um, let's see. The great thing is now we can edit. So I, I'll, while you're pulling that up, I'll talk through one of mine. You know, I had some fun. With some of these, but very similar. Long comment. Lil Sean, nineteen eighty-seven. So my boy, my boy Black Sean, and said you should compete with those genders that match your birth gender. Mm-hmm. There's different advantages and disadvantages within the male and female bodies that make it "quote unquote" unfair towards other competitors. Basically, it continues going. It's not fair. It's not fair. It's not fair. 
And, and I think, again, people are coming from a place where they're trying to ensure that there's an even playing field. Yeah. And, and I, I hear people are saying this where it's not, it's not our fight, blah, blah, blah. So it's essentially a male dominated sport, even though, yes, our, the females are now really the superstars, uh-huh. but numbers wise, it's mostly dudes. Yeah. And so I think, I think what it is, is men are afraid that there are people that are going to come in and they're going to skew the records. And again, this is a, a weird fear, mm-hmm. but I see where people are coming from with it. They're going to skew the, they're going to skew the, the winnings because, oh, it's just some guy who just chopped his wang off and, you know, went down there. That's really what the, the ignorant and the, the, the basics are going to be. Yep. It's like, hey, he just chopped it off and he was still strong. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and then they get to, they still would have a higher testosterone. They would yeah. have the better bone density structure, all that kind of stuff, muscle density as well. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, and, and I do understand the argument because we're, we care about the sport. The records is what means something to us in the competitions and winning them. They do. Because if you want – I love, I do like kind of the self-righteous thing, and especially people DMing me. It's like, why do you care about this? Why do you want to talk? One, I have a goddamn podcast on it, and I'm kind of trying to cover powerlifting as a sport. So that's why I care what other people say. And because I do what I want. Yeah. Well, I'm like, dude, I have a podcast, and I compete in the sport. Yeah. I like it. Like, yeah. that's why I'm commenting on it. And if you're really so – like, oh, I don't care if I win or lose. Well, one that's a loser talk. Yeah. That's that's just a dumb way of looking about things, especially in a competitive sport. Yeah, you could have that mentality, but don't try to say that you're didn't get into sport to compete against others. I don't care if I win or lose, but I do care what place I get. Yeah, okay. It, I okay. so it's like yeah, people do care if they win or lose. Yeah, that's why we do this sport because we're competitive. Uh, also, um, kind, of, kind of piggyback off of what Earthquake Shakes said, Faith. Dream happiness said people only care when it affects them. Example, that high school wrestler winning state twice while she became a man, and now men who can't make it trying to change to act like they're something. If you're going to do something, do it all the way and don't cry about it. So, again, if a female transitioning to a male, say it was in wrestling, like the high school Mm -hmm. state or even collegiate, they would probably lose and no one cares. Same thing with the Olympics. Like, oh, they'll lose anyway. Then when he actually affects them, then you all of a sudden care. Yep. Which is valid still. It's valid. If some if there's an unfair competitive advantage, you try to get rid of that. That's why there's drug testing in USAPL. They try to get rid of every single little unfair competitive advantage you could have. Why is it where a teacher you deadlifts? That's why they tell you not to have so much caffeine. Yeah. I could I have to watch my coffee intake. That's why you can't. They're trying to make it an incredible evening playing field. Can you still do cocaine? I don't think so. I don't think you can do that. No. It's, yeah. Better pre-workout. I guess. I mean, certain (laughs) pre-workouts. Certain pre-workouts. The the original Jack 3D. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff you really should be careful of taking in USAPL. Oh, yeah. 100%. So, I'm, I'm been, I've been very, actually, because I'm such a, I don't like looking up things. Yeah. I've been really careful on anything that I, like, because there's samples at Brickhouse. Yeah. Pre-workouts that are sold over the counter, I'm scared of something's in them. I would be. So, I don't I, take them. I just, I, I do. I tell you, I know somebody personally who took a pre-workout prior to competing in a USAPL meet, and that's what tainted the sample. Yeah. I, that does not surprise me at all. Taint. But, um, now, yeah, most people, like you said, are just concerned about the competitive advantage. Yeah. Uh, my good friend, Aubrey Hogan, 
A Hogan underscore 97. Summed it up best, and a lot of people agreed with him. Just saying, it's like, this is the only, it's a very concise answer, which I like. Yeah. He said, very triggering topic. I agree, but I agree on it. I don't agree on most things in USAPL. A male transitioning to female and wanting to compete in a female division is just plain ridiculous. Bone density, testosterone, muscular maturity are all advantages that the man naturally has. Yeah. (laughs) Hormones and other drugs are already not allowed, so the USAPL is doing the right things regardless of feelings. And and based on their their rule book, that is a hundred percent correct. Yeah, that that is true. And so it's yeah. And the it, return of the meat said the same thing, almost where, identical. This is where the business aspect and the personal get in the way, mm-hmm. where folks are taking some of. The, now here, here's the thing: you cannot want or want transgender fo- people to compete in powerlifting and strength sports. Mm-hmm. My thing is. If you don't want them competing in your division for whatever reason, just like when you come to anybody with a problem, you should have a solution. Yeah. If it's they just shouldn't be able to compete, fuck off. Yeah. Just seriously. But there is a solution, and I think most people do agree it's a solution. Don't do USAPL means. Basically. If you – it's very similar. Actually, I can't think of another analogy or another comparison. It's like a female – who was taking performance-enhancing drugs, was mm-hmm. competing against a bunch of females who weren't. Yeah. That's what we try to get rid of. That's exactly... That's what's happening. That's the exact same thing that's happening. You're trying to even the playing field, so go compete in the federation. That Certain people don't compete in those federations. They're like, I want to be on the equal playing field. So if you go to USPA, guess what? You're fine. Yeah. RPS... You're fine. They've... APF. They've actually welcomed them. APF? They welcomed them. They made a statement saying, we're yeah. for the lifters. You sent me that. They did. We're for the lifters. Come and compete with us. So you have a federation. I, I mean, I think a lot of it comes from virtue signaling. Yeah. A lot of that kind of stuff. And the controversy starts because of virtue signaling. But when there's a lot of – a lot, of, if you value USAPL, it's because of it's, it's drug-tested, right? right? You, and the competition. It's like the, high, the, the best competition with – Drug tests. Yeah. Well, what else is there really value about USAPL? Besides the high competition and the drug testing. The high competition is, is something to speak to, and I, and I, I think it's important. I think, that, I mean, big. those it's, are the only two things. Maybe yeah. they're streaming. Their streaming's probably better the most. They got a good host for, for the big meets. They do. Well, the, but the streaming services are very crystal clear. Yeah. They're good. They, you know, kind of sports centery ESPN yeah. kind of stuff. So yeah. it may be that, but I think mostly it's because of its even playing field. But, you know, you're going through transition where it's going to be – I would say it's going to be way more complex for you to give all the tests you need to do now. You have to give them like, okay, we got to make sure you're not, you know, skewing this or get it, trying to bypass the system. Yeah. So we're going to have to test you a lot more. Yeah. And I, wouldn't want, I just wouldn't want to deal with the headache exactly. of this. Because you, you have to tell them like where you work. Yeah. Like you, well, you're going through the process, you know, soon where you at, – at the national level where they're going to be asking you, you know – where are you at certain times? Because we yep. we want to send the person with the bag. They're coming to get you. Yeah. So for sure, I uh, I would try to not deal with the headache that all this would entail if I was transitioning. Yeah. So I would go in a federation that you don't have to worry about any of that. Same thing with me just having caffeine. Yeah. USPA is great because I'm like, okay, I don't have to worry about taking a pre workout or something. Yeah. Or some people, and because it's legal in a lot of states, smoking marijuana. Yeah. You don't have to worry about that if you go to USPA. You yep. could, you, I mean, some people like to smoke weed before a meet. 
Some people like to do it a week out. Some people just like to do it recreationally. Some people do it. Some people, maybe they have a party. It's their therapy. It's pain, yeah. it's pain so, yeah, so if you get tested for that and you fail, it's like, okay, that kind of sucked. I'll just go to USPA. Yeah. And I could do whatever I really want. So, Basically. yeah, I, uh, that, that's, I think, a really good analogy for it. So how about you? I know you had some uh, good comments. No, I had some good ones. I, I, I'm hesitant to put this one on here only because I just I need to. Let me look at your comments. Yeah, I, I just I want to make sure that I put this in the right light because I don't want to bash this person. Uh, I think where they're where they're coming from is a good place. Just remember when you put comments, words do matter, and when we are talking about a subject like this, it's important that you articulate what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. This individual, and I'm actually not going to put their handle out there. They are a fan of the show. The only answer they gave me initially was mental disorder. Mm-hmm. Usually what people say when they feel strongly about this. Right. So what what I'm confused about, one, is, okay, are you saying the USAPL is a mental disorder? Are you saying their decision is a mental Like, I'm not following. Yeah. No, what you're trying to do is you're trying to tell me, give me your opinion on what you feel about transgenders. Stir the pot a little bit. Y- you are. And, and so... That's why I'm not putting this individual's name out there. Mm-hmm. If you want to go look at the comments, you're more than welcome to. Answer the question we ask. Don't give me your opinion on an outside topic, which, yes, in this case, there is a bit of stretch to that. But what, yeah. I don't see a, a reason for you to tell me this is a mental disorder in your opinion. Because yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you. Without right explaining now. it. Yeah, At least exactly. if you explain it. He did end up explaining it. After I asked why, yeah. And... So again, answer the question when it comes to do you agree with the decision? Why or why not? Mm-hmm. And 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 they did eventually. But again, this whole mental disorder thing, I, I'm I'm going to take exception to that because I do have friends that are in the LGBTQ community, and to say that what they believe and to what goes on inside their bodies and everything that's happening and the people they are and who they are, to say that that's wrong or that's something that is mm-hmm. you know psychologically inaccurate, yeah, I think is ignorant. Yeah. I agree. I, I heard some arguments for people going through uh, transitions to male or female do have a higher case of or higher cases of bipolar, mm-hmm. schizophrenia, and suicide, which all makes sense to me. And, re- but it's you're like wrestling with a lot of things. Yeah, you're wrestling with a lot of things, and maybe that transition doesn't even solve any of it. Maybe it was something else you're going through. But again, there's, uh, that's, there's that's, that's that. But you got to also think when you're dealing with something like that, you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Having to work through all these relationships you've built over the years, and they're going to change in a sense. Mm-hmm. And that is because, you know, when you are being who you believe, if you are saying that this is who you are, you know, I, I'm I'm now Roberta. Yeah. Right? And that is going to change some perceptions. I'm going to have to have conversations with people because yep. they're going to want an explanation. Mm-hmm. And that's tough. Yeah. Because, I don't know. I completely agree. Because some people are going to say, "What have you been living a lie?" And you know, that's a hard thing to say. Is yeah. Mm-hmm. So oh, for sure. And, and I know when, when when this show does air, people are going to ask a lot of questions. Feel free to DM me. I'm happy to explain myself at length. Um, one of my best friends is is a fully transitioned uh, individual, and I love him. He's awesome. Uh, he's one of the strongest individuals I've ever met, and. So I just want to be very clear on that is that I, I, I'm in no way bashing anybody that is on, you know, a part of the transgender community, nor are you. Mm-hmm. We're simply just making sure people understand that 
the USAPL made a business decision. Yeah, and I think actually a business decision that for the first time USAPL made sense and people actually it, agree it's, with. It's in line with with what they believe in. Yeah, and and so I have to I have to credit them with that. And this is where again we talked about or I said it earlier. People confuse those business decisions and they take it personally. And again, this is simply li- and it does line up with everything they they preach. Mm-hmm. You know, this is about essentially clean lifting, drug-free lifting. Yeah. And and as best they can, you know, this is something that drug-free, or drug test does not mean drug-free. We know that. Yes. But in this case, we know these individuals are going to be on some type of hormone therapy. It's a very easy way for the USAPL to say, we we know this is happening. We're not going to allow it in our, in mm-hmm. our federation. They don't have, for them, they don't need to necessarily say, you can go to other federations. You're just not going to come to ours. Yeah. So, sorry, not sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. That's that's a that's a good way to put it. Uh, but for those of you in the transgender community that do happen to listen, be strong, stay strong, get in the gym. There's a lot of federations. We want to see you. If you ever see me at a meet, uh, I'm the big fat bald one. Feel free to come up and chat with me. I have no problem discussing mm-hmm. any of this with you. Yeah, it's uh nothing. It's you're not banned from the sport. USAPL does not. No. And they don't have that authority. Yeah, they don't have that authority, even though they uh, kind of oversee things and people say think that you know, end all be all federation, especially people who compete with in there. But the WBO, I believe, has something to say yeah. about that. But uh, big announcement coming from them tomorrow, by the way. Oh, sweet. Yeah, yeah. So we did have some people on the other side, mm-hmm. which again, I like to thank people who commented that if they disagreed with the USAPL's decision, because you were definitely in a minority, at least on my page. Yeah. Um, but I still find flaws in their logic, and I, 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 all right, this comment put me in a mental pretzel. Oh, boy. So I gotta, I gotta comment, I, I gotta see if you could decipher what this means, because I just might not be smart enough. Okay. Actually, I know I'm not smart enough to deal with this kind of thing. Okay. So, Ugly Shawty commented. Shawty, S-H-A-W-T? Very good, sir. Okay. You can spell incorrect words. (laughs) Correctly. Okay. So... Kind of redundant because a person can be trans, female, or trans male without the process of transitioning and staying in category they are assigned to. Trans can range from being the opposite sex or not feeling a gender at all. This decision basically disincludes all trans people from the competition. A masculine male on the outside who is competing can also be a non-binary or trans female on the inside. It's bigotry of don't ask, don't tell at its finest. Okay. Do you know what that means? I don't know. I honestly don't know what they're talking so about. So I, 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 yes, I do. Okay. And I, I, I will need to process it a little bit. I hear exactly what this individual is saying. And basically it's, if somebody has not gone through the transition, they can still feel those certain, a certain type of way. Okay. And they can identify as, you know, cause I, I you, All could right. be, you could be male and say, you know, I I, I believe that a, a deep down inside I am I am female. I am fe- I have feminine wiles. I have feminine things about me, and, and I believe that is who, truly who I am. And I just haven't transitioned yet. Uh huh. And in that case, or and vice versa. And in that case, it's yeah, they can still compete USAPL. Mm-hmm. Um, and if it's don't ask, don't tell, at its finest, uh, I, I I politely disagree. But I actually go back to the point we made earlier is whose business is it of yours? Mm-hmm. If these individuals then speak out and say, I want 
to compete against females. I have not transitioned yet. Then, but then you just can't do that. Yeah, that was, it's, mean, an it's an easy. A, it's a diff- I'm sorry. Yeah. It's you could easily make a rule that it's like it, it, it says on your birth certificate that you're male, right? And based on all the evidence I see, you're male, and and, so and vice versa. And and this this is now and it, it's an unfair competitive advantage. This, this is now the now we're talking about this basic biology, the ma- the masculinity shaming where. You know, th- this person identifies as this, and you shouldn't allow, or you shouldn't be allowed to make rulings on them. Yeah, you can. Yeah. You can also make the ruling that you're not going to do this with the USCPS. Well, no, if, if that's the case, then like you know what, I think I should be in the junior still, because I think my mental capacity is definitely of a teenager. Oh, me, same. Yeah, so same. I'm like, I think I'm an 18, 19 year old competitor. So I'm, I'm, dude, I'm killing it with the Re- 18 year old. Realistically, I should be competing alongside my daughter, and I'm yeah. going to destroy her. Yeah, I would. Kill most. I actually don't even. I might make a comment that I'm not even right on, but I will kill most teenage male competitors. Most destroy them. Yeah, I might be one of the world's I ain't, best. I ain't gonna lie. There's a couple of kids in Texas that'll yeah, probably run. They're also uh, and well, yeah, like 181, 181 class. I'm still sticking with my weight class here. Don't get it twisted, people. I'm sticking my weight class, but yeah, I think I can win best overall because I'm gonna identify. If you're gonna start doing that, yeah, like some basic stuff. It's like no, dude or ma'am. You gotta, it's like, you, you can't do that. Yeah. But I, I, but it's, it's a touchy topic, I know. It is. That's my take on that. It's, if you have higher testosterone, incredibly, or, or much higher testosterone than a female, you're at a incredible advantage to them. You are. So, and especially science. with, yeah, it, that's basic biology on that it's one. Just science. And we had another one from Horse Pie. What? Horse Pie. It's in the handle, man. What am I going to do with the handles? And you know what? They only put ash on the thing. Again, thank you for commenting. But I got some issues with uh, some of the things. Just some counter-arguments. Trans people should be allowed to fucking compete. Language. They aren't bioengineered to be superhumans. Jesus. Then she commented again. Does everyone forget that genetically born sex women have testosterone? Or are we going to ignore that? Now, here's the thing. No one said no, they didn't. No, yeah, we understand that they have testosterone. We understand that males have te- estrogen, too. Yeah. I'm not even, I'm a really stupid person, I know this. But here's here's where I get an issue with certain arguments. I question, serious question, do they have as much testosterone as men, females? And they commented, of course not, unless it's a medical condition, but some women have significant amounts compared to other women that are close to men. Okay. Another person commented, and that, in the most extreme case, men just have four times the uh, amount of tests that women have. At the other side spectrum, lowest female has um, the lowest female, highest to men. Men have 118 times the testosterone as female. If someone like that transition, they will literally get every single medal in the sport, negating all the hard work any 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 natural woman put in. And then they said, this is a response from Horse Pie, show me where you got your stats at. You do not need data for this. You do not need 
someone to tell you or a medical article or an abstract or any sort of scientific research yeah. to know that men have more testosterone than women. You know what you can do? A really basic Google search. Yeah. If you're curious about that, don't ask people to – I hate when people and like and buy you, behind this. You, like so many evidence supports your data like they're – uh, Lane Oren all of a sudden. Yeah. When he actually asks logical questions on nutrition to back up someone's argument because they're making complex arguments. Yes. This is a simple argument. Men have more testosterone than women. Period. A lot more. And then he's like, okay, I literally just researched it because it's not hard to research this. For average testosterone levels in men and women. Men, 250 to 950. Women, 8 to 60. That... Yeah, you don't need to it's research just it. math. It's it's not a no, hard no. thing to research. So just because you, I I do kind of hate when people are like they hide behind data when the or the like oh your argument is invalid because you have no data to support it. I don't need data on certain things. The Patriots were better than the Bears this year. Yep, they won a Super Bowl. That's a pretty easy one, I guess. <laughs> it's pretty simple. The 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 the, uh, the the Lakers are a better franchise than the Suns. They've won more championships. They've, in LA. Yeah, they've won more championships. Yeah. That's it. The ones generated more money. I don't need data. It's like, oh, show me the data. No, man, I don't need to do that. <laughs> we're good on it. We were good arguing over. Don't need a ton of evidence. Don't need empirical evidence either. No. So don't. that was that, that, some of the ones this, that this I got on my page. Like, yeah. I enjoyed it. It was great conversation with people. And I didn't get too crazy in no, my comments. No. I got a few trolls, which and if you want to – well, no, I mean, I actually really enjoyed the troll. They, they, he was good. No, you, the troll was a excellent you troll. Got, you got to give him the shout-out. Oh, out yeah. He's, yeah. he's going to get the shout-out. Now, did you mention um, – do you have any females comment that – I did. I have one, and and shout out to Mary. I haven't talked to Mary actually in a couple of years. We swore together. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. nothing to do with the with you know the industry or the life or, oh, or okay. the sport or anything, and just too many biological differences make it unfair. So I mean, obviously I could have asked, "Where's your bio? Where's your research? Where's yeah. your data?" Um, Some of the other comments I saw on other pages were yeah. comical, hilarious. One were like, it was a meme, I think. And it was sociological uh, sociological research. Yeah. Say there's more than one genders. Um, anthropologists say there's more than one gender. Mm-hmm. Biologists say there's more than one gender. Some idiot on Instagram says there's only two based on having a vagina or a penis. Like, since when do sociologists make the gender norms? I don't know. Hey man, I I respect the social sciences a lot. Sociology is not necessarily the most expertise-driven not really. area of study. Neither is anthropology. You have an anthropology degree, and I have known some great professors who I love, and it's, it's not <laughs> not the great unless, – unless you become a, prof, a professor. Hmm? That's a great yeah. degree to hold if you're a professor in something. Well, That's course. a great job. If you're just an anthropologist, you feel like, nothing like what the hell? Like I, like, I don't understand why you got the like, – I, I, uh, I didn't really understand that. It's like two of those things don't really speak to me as far as deciding what, how many genders there are. Yeah, and wait, hold on. How many? So that's another thing. How many genders are there? Because I thought it would be f- like now technically four. You were. Right, like, I, right I, I still thought it was. I, I'm like I still thought it was still two. I thought you transitioned because you want to identify as they one. They all say there's so. More, they're, 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 oh, they're there's more than one gender. Yeah, no kidding. There's two. D- two. 
Oh yeah, there's more than, or more than two genders or something. Yeah, so there's yeah, I've probably been saying that wrong this entire podcast. But um, there's uh, there's more than two genders. I'm like, wait, I thought they were transitioning to be that other gender. Wouldn't that make you the other gender? Yeah, that was dumb. And other people were saying like how people were born with unfair competitive advantages. So how is it any different? He's like Michael Phelps is shaped like a fish. Yeah. It's like, so why he's is got more webbing in his toes? So so why is that any different collection. from a female transitioning? To a male or vice versa, a male transitioning to female, and like because they're going through an entire operation. And you're, and you're also talking about the anomaly. <laughs> I mean, excuse me, this is we're talking more. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not gonna. Get it's like, well, how about people bo- born with more bones? So, speak, it's like, speak, well, how about just ruin di- sports? Speaking of dynasties, by the way, Michael Phelps. You say, yeah, you totally miss those two. Yeah, individuals. Well, you know what? It gets a little problematic. Not problematic. Maybe that's the wrong word. It's it's hard to argue individuals for dynasties because dynasty is by definition. The technical term, like a family controlling like a large group of people over time, individuals. It's actually easier to be a dynasty in individual it can sport. Be, but, well, okay, I'll look at those two. Okay, okay, we're, we're transitioning off of this. Yeah, this topic. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Uh, well, I gotta, I gotta get that troll in though. Yeah, get get the troll in, and but yeah, I mean, that, four Olympics for Phelps, three for Usain Bolt. Um, it's pretty dynastic right there. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know. Yeah, where is this guy? Yeah, get, get this guy, and then, cause like, so we're, we're going to be wrapping the show here fairly soon, so. Yeah, and we got uh, our technique tip of the week coming yeah, up, yeah. too. You know, I, I've been wanting to throw in a segment. We may not make it a regular thing, but uh, some, like, some dad advice. I, I want to throw that in there at some point. Of course you do. Like, I think it's, uh, I think it's cool, and yeah, of course I can do you it. Do. So. Of course you do. And it also, it, it just airtime. Just bragging right? about how much he has sex. Yeah, basically. Four times. Yeah, but so so it's more than other people. It's the work afterwards that's kind of the most important, though. Is it? In (laughs) my yeah, in my opinion, it is. Um, All right. So David Dedlow said, and I, I had to do a little bit of reading between the lines that this person's a troll. I had to actually comment on them because I'm like, that was actually a pretty funny comment. (laughs) But he said, I believe it's a he. David Dedlow. We assume. Uh, We can't simply gender on on. We can't simply gender someone based on what genitals they have. That's not how gender works. If testosterone is a main issue, then they should measure testosterone the same way they measure weight class. But it shouldn't have anything to do with the people you're citing gender for you. I don't care if you call this scientific. It's still a form of bigotry. Hitler was pretty scientific, too. Uh, I'm the, like the that's a great. Doctor. I'm like that's a great way to to like then negate everyone's argument. Well, it's like you know what Hitler thought that too. He thought medical or he thought medical practices were a good idea. Yeah, that's he true. thought free healthcare was a good idea. It's like, dude, I disagree with the part of killing Jews. Yeah, and gypsies and well, I was like, I disagree long. with the genocidal and invading yes. all of Europe part of yes. Hitler. Not his medical practice. The, the, the 14 million people. <laughs> Not his idea of free healthcare. <laughs> free healthcare, <laughs> like, yes. Yeah, so I'm like, yes. that's, that's not what No we, one can see my quotations right uh, now. Not really. everyone's like, yeah, when they were making, it's like, oh yeah? Did you see what Hitler's doing with free healthcare? It's like, no, we're not outraged at that part. No, no. <laughs> it's like, no. you can still make an argument, we're upset with the gen, but he did that, I think, to like, hey guys, I'm a troll, so don't take anything yeah. <laughs> seriously. So I asked him, like, how would you measure testosterone? Like, that's gonna be a hard no, thing. No, this is good. Yeah, and then this he commented, you measure someone's dick weight, their balls, ask some questions about football and cars. I wouldn't do well on cars. Uh, I might, I might be in the lower testosterone class. Maybe. Football, maybe. Haircut. Yeah. Uh, maybe. finally, there's a litmus test for measuring toxic masculinity. 
just let them pee on it, and if it turns blue, then it's positive. I'm like, okay. If you're not a troll and you actually think of this, there's something wrong with you, but he's a troll, and I'm like, I respect your yes. comedic timing, my respect friend. Respect the trolling. Yeah. So, respect. yeah, thanks for everyone who commented. I'm glad that our first topic was a good one that we got. We broke the century mark in comments. We did. I, I hate it's a stupid thing to brag about, but I'm bragging about it. Why not? 100 comments PRs. on it. Yeah, PR on comments. Yes. PR on definitely length of comments and responses to comments and people liking other people's comments. You always go for a length PR. So it's cool. So like that. that's our topic of the week. We'll have something. And we got a good one next week. Good. I actually like this one. You brought it up. Yes. I wanted to get this one out of the way first yep. just yep. so... We're not fucking old news and all that kind of yep. stuff. So, or even fake news. That's worse. A yep. alternative facts. Yeah. We had a lot of those in the comments. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, we got our technique tip of the week. We do. And it's from you again. It is. I'll probably get the next one next week. We'll see. I'll probably have another good one. So, uh, this is probably my last one regarding squatting, but it actually translates to all three of the main best your li- Best of your list, in my opinion. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, so, it is tinking in your air. Tinking my air? Taking in your air. Okay. So. <laughs> just yeah. totally misunderstood. Taking in your air. Yeah, t- tainting your air there. Yeah. I was told to breathe through my shoulders. Or not through my shoulders. Have you heard this before? No, I'm going to. It was on one of my comments. I'm Have you ever thought that. breathing about your belly and no. not through your shoulders? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so, so, the, so the concept of bracing is usually incorporated with taking in your air. And so the way I was taught how to do it is to take it into your belly. Now, some folks do take it in their chest. Obviously, yes, the lungs are physically located in your chest, and that's where the air is going to be at. But you can kind of utilize that motion to, as a cue to expand the belly, push out against your belt, mm-hmm. and then create that rock-solid upper torso. Now, what a lot of folks maybe don't either realize or forget a lot is your legs can usually handle most of the weights that you're even thinking of squatting. However, your upper body usually cannot, for whatever reason. It's either your uh, your thoracic can't handle it, your your core can't handle it, uh, whatever. Just or mentally, you're just not prepared to have that weight on your shoulders. Mm-hmm. So, being able to brace and really create that nice tight upper body that allows you to then move the weight. Because again, the, the legs are ready for it. They have they have that strength most of the time. Uh, you walk on them every single day. You walk yep. around on them. So the analogy that I was given when Take it in your air. Again, I take it into my belly and brace it against your belt. If you don't use one, then it's bracing against your, your core is the analogy of the rock. Take a rock. You put it on top of a rock. What happens? It sits there, right? Mm-hmm. Take a rock and you put it on top of a marshmallow. What happens? It, it goes squish. It goes squish. Yeah. Don't be the marshmallow. Mm-hmm. And that, folks, is your technique tip of the week. Like it, bracing is really important. It is bracing's big. You see, I I've made critique or changes throughout my bracing throughout the mm-hmm. years. Um, I would say it was the reason why my back got hurt that one time was because yeah. of poor bracing. Good, good person to follow for bracing tips is a uh, Bridge for two forty two. Okay, Chris Richards very very good at explaining the, the the bracing. Yeah, and it's actually a little as well as, <laughs> as well as pH deadlift. Yeah, I wanna. Well, he takes his shirt off so you know how he braces. Oh yeah. Yeah, you can see because he's got a shredded six pack, but he kind of big unit. He's man. got that turtle shell. Oh, he he's a superhero. Yeah. He looks like a superhero. Kind of reminds me of Venom was an actual person. Yeah, in real life. Yeah, he reminds me of him. But um, speaking of my shirt, yeah, I know you're a fanboy and it's disgusting. Yeah, uh, like we it. yeah, I think at Brickhouse we even got in this conversation once with the person because he's like he's like do breathe in through your belly. That's what they were telling yeah. him, and he was like, Where, "Where's my belly?" 
You're you don't. Uh, it was, we were all we all looked at like, what the hell, you man? We had to explain <laughs> to you what your belly is now. But I understood what he was trying to say like, how do I yeah, get yeah, it yeah. there? Yeah. But we're like, he's like, wait, where's my belly? Like, <laughs> hey, man, this is gonna be really difficult. We can't. We have yeah. to explain basic body parts to you. We're not even using. We're using the one that your parents use to not say stomach because your dumb three year old brain can't yes. handle it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, breathing's important, especially for. Uh, New powerlifters and yeah. veteran powerlifters. Yep, for sure. All right, so that's going to bring the show to an end. Yeah. I think that was all the segments we had, all yeah, the all stuff. The things, we had yeah. a good political talk. We had a good sports talk, which I love sports. So yeah, I, I, I actually do enjoy talking about that. And uh, we have some people at Brickhouse out in Florida right now. Yeah, good luck. And good luck. by the time this airs, the results will be in. Yep. But um, I'm expecting... I'm expecting good numbers. I am too. And I'm going to call it because I get to look into the future so I can maybe edit this out. I think Janelle mm-hmm. is going to have the best meet nice. out of all of them. Nice. Uh, shout out Janelle. I forgot her handle. At Janelle.power. P-W-R. It's a very simple one. So, but I don't know. Yeah, my phone is dying. But I personally believe best meet. Out of the the brick house people who are going, Rock on. but my guy my guy Mitch going, yeah. going raps. Ooh, not the first time. Okay, will be the second time. But this is, and somehow your burner account signed up for the meet. I yeah, my burner account, dude. It is a great burner account. It's a phenomenal one. I it is. We're dedicated to this yeah. burner account. So he's doing his second meet of raps too. Excited yeah. to see him compete. Um, yeah, I, I'm I'm confident, especially with Janelle. Yeah. Based on all the critiques she's made with her squat, mm-hmm. squat's looking solid, nice. and all the progression she's making in the gym. Also, uh, our boy Hockey's he's competing this weekend. Yeah, yeah, he is. I don't know what meet in that Michigan. is. I, I keep, I keep thinking it's an RPS meet. It might be a USPA though. I actually, the more I'm thinking, I think it's a USPA meet. Yeah, Michigan State. Yeah. Well, uh, I yeah, wait. And I know one meet is going to be very similar to that. It's going to be one uh, at Rockwell in July. Mm, yeah, yeah. USPA. Yeah. I kind of want to get in on that. I won't be. Yeah. I might go, but I'm not going to compete. Yeah, that, that meet is looking stacked. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I mean, some of these local meets, because all these are local meets, technically. They're not national yeah. meets. They're not, like, world competitions. But the competition there could be stronger. I mean, Illinois has always got really, really oh, the, yeah, yeah. They, the, they, they, I mean, the state meet's going to have 200 people there. Yeah. Oh, the same, and that same meet's gonna be stacked too. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. gonna be some, uh, powerhouses there. USAPL meet that I mentioned in March, 45 lifters. Yep. There's three or four really good competitors who are going there. Three or four is, out of 45 lifters, really, really good ones. Yeah. It's 10%. Yeah. That's, that's gonna be pretty entertaining. Oh, that I know of. Yeah. This is just me though, based on, cause I don't Instagram stalk like you do. Yeah. yeah. All yep. right. All right. Well, you got some stuff to do. I do, I do. We're gonna go do the uh, the dad stuff. We're doing my uh, my daughter's birthday tonight. We're gonna do Cheesecake Factory, and then we're gonna see the Lego Movie. Nice. And then uh, tomorrow, my nephew saw that. We're training, and then one of my parents plays Sunday, so it's a weekend full of fun. And then we have our big Harry Potter party next Saturday. Yeah, that sounds really nerdy. Yeah, but that's, uh, that's right up your alleyway. Yeah, that's right up your alleyway. I uh, never got into Harry Potter. I like the stuff you're into, yeah. like s- certain superheroes. Yeah. But like, uh, yeah, I never really got into that. My cousins are. And from Italy. Nice. So I'm going to go do that. Very cool. Uh, they're going to be so. Force of Juve. That's going to do it for Two White Lights. We'll see you guys next week. Cheers.